FM Rewind Podcast. Kaya FM. Kaya FM. 95.9. All right, what do we have for you tonight uh, on the Law Report? We're keeping our promise from last week. Remember, we told you we'll be having part two of the discussion on customary law. But we got a twist for you. We're talking customary law and the rights of children. That's our show tonight. Know your rights. Know the law. The Law Report with Michael Matuening Bill. A very good evening to you and welcome to The Law Report. My name is Michael Matuening Bill. It's very good to be with you this Wednesday evening where once again we talk about an issues of law. And tonight, um, something that obviously has, has been sparked by the drama in brackets um, that we've seen in, re- in regard to um, Double HP and what has happened following his death. And, and of course, one of the most ignored issues is the rights of children. And in fact, in that, you know, in that story, the rights of uh, WHP's child, but also in general, what are the rights, you know, what is customary law? I mean, I think every one of us is concerned about Lobola, yeah, you know, I'm Lobolad, am I married? And, and of course, that's, that's very much what we're talking about, and we're quite happy to take your calls on that. But something which I believe is certainly uncharted is, is the rights of children. And helping me to have this discussion are uh, Ms. Josephine uh, Peta. She's a senior legal ad- admin officer at the Office of the Family Advocate. And, and there's something important about the, the Office of the Family Advocate that, 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 that I think you, you, you will enjoy. It's not just what she's got to say, but also the office that she represents because this is the, the body or, or the department that is seized with ensuring and securing the interest of children, whether customary context or any other context that, the, uh, uh, that one might think of. And also um, uh, the usual, Mr. Ngobizita Mlilo. Mlilo, good evening. Good evening, Mike. Good evening. And, and on the line later on, uh, or perhaps now on the line, I have Dr. Uh, Noguzula Mdende. She's the cultural expert um, and, on, and helping us understand some of these issues. Uh, Dr. Mdende, good evening to you and welcome. Oh, good evening, Michael. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. I'm afraid I, uh, it's, it's a he. I, I beg your pardon. Um, th- thank you so much for, for joining us. All right, let me start with you, uh, Josephine Peter, and, and perhaps perhaps an important thing just to, to place it in context. What does the Office of the Family Advocate do? Okay, um, the Office of the Family Advocate is um, a service point of the Department of Justice, which was initially established to protect the best interests of children who were affected by divorce. However, subsequent to the promulgation of the Children's Act, the mandate was exponentially increased to an extent that we are now looking at children across the board. Yeah. We do no longer say uh, children born of marriage or whatever. We're now looking at children who are born of any relationship whatsoever. And, and, and let's talk about that. And often, you know, um, uh, 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 of course, the, the curiosity is going to be whether um, a child... Um, you know what what law applies to a child um, you know, because there is this debate that that, that we talk about um, from a cultural you know customary law and and civil law and, and that 's certainly what we 're talking about last week but but perhaps to start it here, once a child is conceived you know so, and, and maybe let me let me sort of preface my question. You know that when you get married and, and, and there 's the issues of lobola and, and the likes, you know that it 's a customary marriage yes. Depending on whether you, 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 you finish the steps we discussed last week. Which law then, then you know that customary marriage is governed by the customary mm. marriages the act. Of marriages Swat act, on. Yes. What governs a child? Uh-huh. I like that question because, you know, the issues of children have a profound history. Mm-hmm. Um, what we need to know is that prior to 2005, mm. 
children were the subject of parental authority mm -hmm. and only married fathers had that parental authority over children to the exclusion of the mothers. However, as the law developed, then mothers were then also accorded certain powers over the children by virtue of biological link because mm -hmm. they gave birth to the children. Mm -hmm. Now the question is that what about the unmarried fathers? And, and before you, you, you hit that point, let's talk about pregnancy. Yes. That, the, the, the child in the womb of a pregnant woman. What, what rights govern that? So I'm the father uh, for argument's sake and, and, and um, I don't have female names. That My female com companion is pregnant with my child. Do you want me to actually go back to the concept of Naskitara's fiction? <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, I suppose just m maybe even the rights of a father. So, you, you know, the, the woman is pregnant mm. and um, I'm the father. And what rights do I have in respect of the, the, the child that is still in the womb? At that stage, there are no rights because now, remember, we have to wait for the child to be born. Mm. And then when the child comes then to life, then the child now is a better of rights. Mm -hmm. You know, the constitution is now extremely very clear mm -hmm. about where the child stands vis-a-vis -vis the parents. Mm -hmm. Children have rights against their parents. The parents have corresponding responsibilities towards rights. I mean, towards this, this particular children. Now, the, the concept of the constitution was then, it was then explained properly in the Children's Act number 38 of 2005, mm -hmm. where it then said children have four basic rights against their parents. They have the right to be cared by both parents, to maintain contact with both parents, to be um, maintained by both parents in terms of you know contributing to their to their well-being and upbringing and for this parent to also act as their guardians mm -hmm. for them now if parents then do not do so then we say they are infringing on the rights of the children so now we're saying children are the bearers of parental rights mm -hmm. and the parents have what we call parental responsibilities towards them mm -hmm. so now and that applies across the board um, whether you are born of marriage customary or you are born only out of the relationship of the parents mm -hmm. we are no longer distinguishing the aspect of um, marriage mm -hmm. around the children. Because now um, it was found that it was discriminating on the children on the basis of their parents' marital status. So now that is no longer an issue. So children are children and they are the bearers of rights. What if then during the pregnancy, I learned that the woman intends to give the child up for adoption and I'm unmarried to her? I like that because of that actually happened in South Africa mm -hmm. and it led to the reform that we are now experiencing. Um, there was a, a, a guy who hopped from one cop to the other, you know, with a view to preventing the, the prospective mother from giving away the child. Mm -hmm. uh, however, the court could not help him because the court said, you know what, we have the best interest standard. And now this child is now around four years old and has bonded with the prospective family. So we, we can't help you there. However, we're going to say to the legislature, please legislate around this issue. And that's when the natural fathers of children born out of wedlock of 1998 came into the picture. But that particular act did not accord the unmarried fathers' rights. It mm -hmm. did not. But now that's, that issue is now being cured by Section 21 of the Children's Act, which says unmarried fathers may have rights over this child. Because remember, we're now talking about a child as a particular institution now, vis-a-vis mm -hmm. -vis the parents. Sure. Let me bring in uh, Dr. Mdende. Dr. Mdende, you know, um, you, we know that uh, there's this interesting but also fast, um, a, a good intersection between our culture and the law. And, 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 and just to give us a, a, a perspective in terms of cultural law as it currently stands. If I'm, you know, uh, uh, let's take, for example, um, a, pregnant, a pregnant girl or woman. Uh, uh, who has rights over the child? Um, that is born from 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 an unmarried uh, woman uh, today in terms of culture. Well, and um, thank you so much, uh, Michael. I'm going to talk from uh, 
from my 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 culture because I'm I'm an umkos. Yes. A a girl who is pregnant out of wedlock. Uh, that child belongs to the mother of the girl, to the parents of the girl. And and because is this dependent on age or? So 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 let's maybe distinguish between an eighteen-year-old girl uh, and and a thirty-year-old woman, and and sort of as you explain it, you know, let's let's sort of put put a face to uh, put a face to 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 the two to the two women. Whether you are thirty-five years or fifteen years, mm-hmm. you are still my my daughter. Yes, and you are pregnant out of wedlock. Yes, therefore that child doesn't belong to you. Yes. That child belongs to your parents if you are a girl. And you must understand, Michael, that in African culture, uh, the, 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 child, the life of the child, the future of the child is central, more than the future of the pregnant mother. Mm. So it's it, 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 it central because we must, this child must have parents whom he or she can claim these are my parents. That is why my daughter's child, if she has got a child out of wedlock, that child will call uh, the biological mother, will call her a sibling, and I will be the mother and my husband will be the father. And we will treat that child as our last one. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I suppose, uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Noguzola, Noguzola uh, Mdende, I, I suppose that would also maybe have an effect on whether the the mother of the the child uh, or, or the pregnant girl is herself married, because then wouldn't it sort of present uh, uh, an untenable situation if if even the grandmother is is herself unmarried? The fact that she is my child. Mm. She will call me mama. Mm. Mm. She will call me mama. And she will call the uncle's brother. Because we don't want this child not to have an identity. Mm. Must have an identity. And, and on, on identity, that's, that's, that's quite a topic on its own. And I want to turn a particular focus. But before I do that, I want to invite some calls. Um, I have, I have uh, three guests for you. This evening, Mobzi Tamlilo, a resident uh, legal expert, as you as you'd know, as well as Josephine uh, Peter, and she's a senior legal admin officer at the Office of the Family Advocate, and uh, as well as uh, Dr. Mdende. So they they are available, they're ready and willing to take any calls that you may have. Give us a call, 086-00-0959. You can also tweet us, uh, I'm at Matwenning Build, at Matwenning Build, that's my Twitter handle. Let's talk exactly about that um, and, and talk about, you know, Konalento Leoguti, Umawins is a umitisiling a pines, Melio Saula. And let's talk, let's talk about how that sort of, you know, plays out. So, so, so same, same girl, same girl that may be 18 or 35. Um, and, and, and the boy, where does the boy come in insofar as his rights? At, at what point does he even have rights? in respect of the, the child that is born? Oh, okay, thank you for asking that question. You know, when a, a girl is pregnant, as parents will ask who has caused this damage. Mm. And the girl will tell the parents that uh, Michael has done this. What we will do as parents, now it's no longer your affair. Mm. 
as 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 a, as a boyfriend and a girlfriend is the affair of the parents now. Mm. That is why the parents of the girl will send a delegation in whatever way. I, I won't say it is like this. Send a delegation, and this young man uh, uh, accepts the responsibility. Mm. When he accepts the responsibility, he must pay in Taulo. And in Taulo, people always con- confuse it as if you are paying for the child. You are paying for the damage that you have done to this girl, not for the child. Then there are other ways now when this young man, Michael, I'm making an example, yes. would, would love the child. And then Michael decides to marry my daughter. Before well, you even get to that, Doc, um, uh, just to, uh, you know... You, you, you want to own the child, Michael. Yeah, your figure lap. Your figure lap. Uh, when, when I then want to marry. You, you, you said something I find uh, quite intriguing. You say that when, when uh, uh, they pay in or for damages, that's not paying for the child. You, you, you're saying it's sort of damages for the girl or the woman. And if I you understood you... If yes. I understood you correctly, then my question is this. Um, then, having paid damages for the girl, what rights then accrue to the boy in respect of the child? The, 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 this boy will only help take responsibility if he marries my daughter. If he doesn't, if the parents of the boy who will take responsibilities whether to give him uh, my, my the baby money to, to to for food and for this is not for this boy. This boy, if he wants to see the child, his child, I will say his child in in in, in inverted commas, mm. he will talk to the girlfriend. I want to see my sweetheart. I want to see my baby. Then my girl would say, "Mama, we're going to town." Then they would, you can do whatever. But legally, I'm saying legally from a customary perspective, yeah. not from the Roman Dutch law. Yes. I'll say now, this child belongs to the parents. If they want to see the child, the parents of both will talk together and they will make means for the child to be seen by, the, 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 by whoever from uh, uh, the biological father. Sure. And, and and guys, uh, just to my to my panelist, th- th- this is not a question and answer session. Just jump right in if you have something to say, Mlilo. I see you want to jump in. Yeah. So 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 uh, listening to the conversation and, and 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 the background she has given and 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 what the doc is saying, I, I'm I'm getting a sense then that that a submission along the following lines might need interrogation. That says, if the child is a bearer of rights, in and of themselves the failure to follow customary processes should therefore not affect the relationship between the father and the child sorry the child and both parents because this child is a bearer of rights in and of themselves so the fact that what the 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 learned doctor is explaining has not happened cannot remove those rights from 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 the child you know what? Um, I want to practicalize what Doc and uh, Umlindo is saying here. Mm. We see this every day at the office of the family advocate, mm. and we see it like this: um, the family advocate has a mandate to actually mediate between 
you know, um, an unmarried father and and a woman, especially where the unmarried father is not seeing the child. And the Children's Act recognizes that it recognizes the issue of intlaul. It is. It does. It does. It is a requirement. It's, it says that in order for you to obtain the parental rights and responsibilities in respect of a child, you you need to have at least paid the damages, or you need to have at least been in a lifetime relationship with the mother of the child. So it does. It does recognize that. However, uh, yeah. however. When we look at the best interest standard in terms yeah. of Section 7 of the Children's Act, it so, says... So before you move on, let, let's, it, it does rec- maybe explain it then. How does it recognize? And then, and then we'll come right. to, to, to the other bit about the interest okay. of the child. Remember that unmarried fathers do not automatically acquire parental responsibility. Like remember when I was Even outside of customary law? Yes, they okay. do not automatically acquire. So, speaking. Ud- Udok is actually very right. Generally yeah. speaking, they do not automatically acquire. However, they may acquire either by court order or by satisfying certain requirements. And the requirements are as follows. You must have stayed in a lifetime relationship with the mother of the child prior to the child being, 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 being born or after the child and was born. And what's a lifetime relationship? So that is a subjective one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to be, we'll, we'll have to look at circumstances. <laughs> we'll have to look at circumstances around it. And if that is not the case, then you should have then paid in Tawolo. And if you did not pay the in Tawolo, then you, you should have contributed in good faith to the maintenance of the child. Like you should have been there for this, for this particular child. But Umlindo is, is very correct is, by saying that in terms of the best interest standard, we should not prejudice the child by virtue of the fact that the father did not pay in Tawolo, but that is what is happening. Um, we've seen the Section 21 cases collapsing. You know, you would be mediating there and then the one will say, my father said this one must not talk to me because they did not pay in Tawolo. And then what do you then do? Then it calls upon us to then educate the traditional leaders, mm-hmm. to then say to them, Let's look at the best interest of the child. Let's look at the stage of the development of the child. Let's look at the needs of the child because this, this child needs both parents in order for them to grow up and be, you know, children who are well, emotional okay. and otherwise. I, I don't want to hug you. Uh, you can give us a call 86 Peggy, you have a question. Hi. Um, hi, everybody. Hello, Peggy. Hi. My question is around my um, daughter. I have a daughter out of wedlock. Um, now, Intlaolo was not paid. So since Intlaolo was not paid, um, like I didn't have a relationship after I had the child with the father. So he got married and he recognized the child. So he got married with somebody else, you mean? Yeah, with somebody else. Yeah. And he recognized the child. Um, even though he was, he had a relationship with the child and maintaining the child um, whichever way he thought it was best, um, after he got divorced and got another woman that he's customarily married to, he then um, sort of said to this wife, he doesn't have a child at all. The third woman. Yeah, the third woman mm. that he is not, he has lovelad now. Um, so my my daughter is now sixteen years old, and he has been communicating with him until this lady sort of um, went back to my daughter and said, "Who are you, and what do you want?" So the other day I was listening to you know like the story of double HP. Mm. Um, and after he met this woman, he stopped like giving the child the basic needs that um, she requires. And I'm one not to 
to sort of nag a person. Um, then after the story at uh, WHP, then there was a lady that called, and the the lady that called was calling in relation to when you are customarily married to somebody, and and that person had rejected the child. So now what? do you do when the guy is gone hmm. let's let's perhaps approach it you can come in Let, let's approach it um uh, uh dr mdenda when we come back from the break I, uh, I i want you to deal with with peggy's concern but uh, to you the afropolitan um do give us a call 86 we're back after this know your rights know the law the law report with michael matwining bill Welcome back. We're having a conversation talking about customary law, but we're paying particular attention to the rights of children. And, and you'd know that we're talking about children in the context of, of, of being black. Uh, or, or It's not just limited to that, but of course, custom is sort of a rather topical um, a discussion, particularly for people that are regulated by the Recognition of Customary Marriages Act. And those people, we've had a whole debate about Lobola and the likes, a debate that was yet to be had, which we're having this evening and which you are welcome to participate in, is where do children fit in in this, in this mix? Um, Dr. Mdende, before we went on a break, there was a question from Peggy and, and, and I just wanted to get a pure cultural sense or, 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 or position insofar as culture is concerned. Okay, thank you so much, Michael. What you must understand from uh, African culture, the status of the child depends on the status of the mother. And again, I'm worried about the statement from my uh, colleague here who who speaks about educating traditional leaders. That is very sensitive, and I don't think traditional leaders will accept that to be educated. About because they are custodians. Who who is more custodian than themselves? Okay, let's come to Peggy's situation. You know, when we, the reason the child is protected is because there will be that label which is not uh, accepted, which is an insult. Umdana mm. kazana. That means it's the child of a mistress. So we, 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 African culture doesn't like that. That is why they always protect the child. You know, the, 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 the rights of the child, it, of the child in this case, uh, are determined by, uh, but doc, by but the doc, parents. S- s- before you, I, I, you know, it's the second time I'm, I'm, I'm interrupting, but I, I promise it's for okay, a good fine. reason. Um, you, you, you say, uh, a child of a mistress, which, which, which of course brings about another debate because when you've thought about customary law, one of the things that I thought was quite interesting about it and potentially special is that mm. you know, um, that's why you could take the second wife and the third wife for the primary reason that we, we, we didn't have uh, or we shouldn't have had, you know, there's always an exception, but I think the design of it, at least as it appeared to me, was to ensure that if you're going to have intercourse with a woman you marry her if it means that she's a second, third, or fourth wife, so be it. But but everybody is sort of within the confines of the family. So I just wanted to I just wanted to hone in on that before you moved on. Sort of touch on that for me, if you will. Yes, it, 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 uh, 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 sex before marriage was never allowed. Mm-hmm. So that is why sometimes we become embarrassed when we talk about these things, and people are bold to talk about 
something that is immoral that they have done. So to, to argue about the, the rights of a product of immorality. Now, you, you, you see now, when you say, in this case of Peggy, mm. the, the father recognized the child. Mm. Who is the father? Because this father never introduced himself to the family of the girl officially. So he is not the father. He is not the father at all. Because if he was the father, he should have married the mother of his child. Mm. And now this question of uh, being rejected by that woman, uh, that is what was prevented. Because when this guy, I allow him to bring the boot of his car full of groceries here, he comes and I call him a son-in-law, a fake son-in-law, and now he gets married to somebody else. And it is this man, the sister of man was saying, Mama, Papa, Mama, Papa. Now he gets married to another woman. Then how, how is he going to feel? Because this, this new woman would say, I don't know you. And the husband now says, I don't have a child. So this child now is nowhere, this child is more frustrated than before because this official woman who was introduced to Papa's uh, 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 ancestors and family now is recognized and will have what we call legitimate children. Because you will, that child will remain an illegitimate children there. And that's not nice to be called illegitimate. That is why... At your mother's place, you are always legitimate. So which rights are we talking about? Are we talking about the rights to, to, to insult the child? The problem we're having in this new dispensation, we're talking of material things. What is my child going to gain when this man dies and so on? That's the problem, mm. which is something that is new. So this child will remain illegitimate even if the so-called father recognizes him. In terms of culture, in terms of culture, it remain illegitimate. But that but, is but, why, but 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 okay. Why, right. I, I want to come back. On, I want to. I want to. Uh, doc, that that's that's very important, and I, and I'm going to make a note to to come back to that point because, as I understand it, culture itself has a way of curing that situation to ensure that the child is recognised in in the family of 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 the of of the husband. But we'll come back to that. Nila, you wanted to come in. Look, I, I, I think uh, we, we, of course, have to respect our culture. Mm. But I, I, I suspected uh, Peggy's question was uh, particularly given the premise that she set mm. around the double HP uh, scenario. Mm. I suspect that the question was, well, I could be wrong, but I suspect that the question was around uh, whether or not this child, having been rejected by the biological father, is entitled to anything to, in terms of the state of the father that is now gone. Mm. Uh, I, I suspected that, that that's perhaps what she was asking because she premised it around the situation of double HP. Yes. And the, if, that, if I'm correct in, in, in that understanding, then the answer is yes, because whether or not the child is accepted by the biological father is immaterial to the possibility of getting an inheritance from the biological father because inheritance is based on a blood relationship, what we call consanguin- consanguinity. So, 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 in, in, you'll choke. 
It's, it's, call, it, it, this language came via the sea and some of it dropped in the sea. <laughs> then they added Latin in it. Even made us more, much more confused. My ancestors don't remember. But 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 here's an interesting one. And and, and so, so and, Mike, yeah, so, so, sure. So, so let, let me just square the circle there. So 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 what I'm saying is, if um, uh, if that is what Peggy you are asking. The answer is whether or not the, the, the father has accepted the child is immaterial to whether or not, for lack of a better word, the child is entitled to benefit from the state of the disease. Now, now just go back, going back to, to something that, that, uh, that you mentioned, Ms. Peter, is on, on, on sort of the father having parental rights in respect of uh, a child born out of, uh, out of wedlock, and you described three examples. If that's the case, if there are those three scenarios where there must have been maintenance, there must have been um, lived with the child, yeah, those. Now, how then does a woman manage to claim maintenance from a from a you know from a, a write off of a dad? I'm not sure if I can say that, but I, I probably can. Yeah. Like somebody who just impregnates and takes off. You know, um, maintenance, you know, comes from our common law yeah. that, that we know to say the minute the child is born, then both parents have a responsibility, you know, jointly um, to actually contribute to the maintenance of the child. Yes. So the mother can go and claim maintenance. And again, um, I wanted to also support what my brother said on the, on, you know, regarding the issue as to whether or not the father has, has rejected the child. The law of succession actually will benefit the child because remember, we then have to look at these issues. If the father then dies now after having married, then what we look at, we look at the value of the estate. And if it's more than 250,000, then the spouse together with the children are going to share in the estate, regardless of whether the child was actually rejected or not so what you basically look at you look at the issue of what he was just saying that blood 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 uh, relation except if maybe the father would have regulated his estate in a will where he would have explicitly excluded the child but mm. if it but if he did not and then it 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 it, it devolves via intestate succession the child is is, is is then bound to then benefit and 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 i feel like you know we we're going through very important issues uh, very fast and 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 I, and I hope you got that at home because you know um it, it's an interesting thing because somebody can literally not recognize you for all your life and when they die if there's no will you can actually you're entitled to a claim exactly. but it's not just that miss peter it's actually also the fact that even if there is a will you can claim say yeah, it yeah I, even if there's a will i, I wanted to qualify slightly yeah. what, what, what uh, uh, or rather further expand on what she said to say even if you're excluded from the will you can still you, claim you can still make a claim yes. on this for state. maintenance yes for maintenance oh, yeah okay. and, and 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 that's very important so so perhaps perhaps uh a more detailed conversation around that. I haven't forgotten the question that I want to put um, uh, to you, Doc, um, around um, the it, you know a child born out of wedlock and and failure to be recognised in the father's family. But before I do that, I want to take Bongani's call. And like Bongani, you can give us a call: 0800-009-59. Bongani, good evening. Good evening, Mr. Mike. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you? I'm fine, and your crew, sir. Good evening, all of you. Good evening, uh, Mr. Mike. I'd love to throw a question to Doc. Yeah, boy. Dimvile umama we are bega kakhetaiti umdwana ubango gatata noga mama ozala indombeke akudelo. Ewe. The question ni am endi fundi kuibuza kumakoko iwan. Eh, kudempilo si pila yoti na manje. Kukuyenza yaka there are some instances whereby you find that women they tend to lie and keep a secret, not telling their real real father and lie about it. And sometimes 
find that the secret comes out whereby the child probably is at the age of 15. And then when it comes to that situation, and my second question is, at what point that child must know he or she, her real political parents, Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, Doc. And I suppose it's 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 something of a of a of of a challenge to to our cultural practice where you laugh. You know, I can start with the with the with the last one. Sure. I said when Ubongani makes my girl to be pregnant. It stops to be their affair. It is the affair mm. of the parents, both parents. So it is affair of both parents. That will be the decision of both parents on whether to know or to. They will talk. That will not be hidden to 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 the child. But I want to go back. Okay, you know, <coughs> there are so many things that have, now. You know what happens to our girls sometimes. Because she sees that hey, Ubongani is, is rich. May say it's Ubongani only to find that it's Michael. So my problem with this new law, if, if, if you can take records, the young men do not want to marry now because of these laws. We have called bachelors who are over 40 years who are saying, uh-uh, I cannot accept this and so on and so on. But what, what are we creating as the new generation of, uh, of, of, of African culture? We are confusing, we are destroying, we are destroying it, destroying marriages, because the, we are focusing on inheritance, not on developing the generation after generation and so on and so on, the genealogy of these children. We must be careful of that. That is the, that is the problem I'm having with the Roman Dutch law. Bongani was asking what happened to to Intaulo. I said, Bongani, the fact that you have accepted that you have pregnanted my boy, my girl, that Intaulo is, you are not clowning the child. That means you have broken the window. You are one of those boys who have broken the window. So in Kaulo is in Kaulo. You you agreed that you slept with my girl. So what we are considering now is the future, the security of this child. Because this child, it worries when the child has got a runaway father. Because now the father has married another woman and sometimes it happens that because of the situation at the mother's family the parents decide that this child is better off with the father's parents that is why you will find sometimes that this child now this this is this this boy or this girl this this grandchild does not stay with the maternal grandparents stays with the paternal grandparents because we looked at how safe where this child will be safe so let's come back to that because i think staying with the father yeah uh, dr mdende that that very point you make um at the tail end 
is exactly what I what I what I what I wanted to turn to. But bef- uh, insofar as um, a, a, a child born out of wedlock and her and, and her or his recognition. But Milo, you wanted to come in before before yeah, I, 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 I sort of yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to ask because I, I think this this issue keeps coming up from what Doc is saying, mm. and and, I'm, and and perhaps if it if it is answered much more directly. So shall we kill it? The one about legitimacy. No, uh, around this issue of material things. Yes. To say, even within the context of African culture, is it not a fair statement to say even African culture does recognize the importance of a blood person in the family, however illegitimate they might be discussed, they, they might be characterized as, to benefit from the state. So if, if I make a girl pregnant somewhere, and from, from the Mlilo families, uh, God gives us a lot of riches, even if that child is illegitimate, is it not an important discussion to have to say that illegitimate child of my blood simply because I did not follow certain cultural processes, surely should benefit from the estate of the yeah. villas. And, and, and I suppose what you, what, what the proposition then, uh, Doc, if, if, if I could sort of um, uh, spice it up, not, not that it needed any spice, <laughs> um, <laughs> is, is, is that it, it, is it really a sin yes. to want inheritance? Um, uh, 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 in other words, why, why is there shame in seeking inheritance for those that for, from those that have brought you into the world you, 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 it, it is not but the approaches that are used by the young people mm. are frustrating mm. because as, I, as I'm saying if I can see the, the parents decide that this child would be better off with the father's family the father's family will pay his own law and the parents will negotiate, and this child will be uh, given to the parents of the father officially because they've paid Isondo, then he will be better off there. Isondo in maintenance. No, you know, this, this child grew up with me. I, I just want the meaning of the word Isondo. Isondo is the. Maintenance. No, I don't want to call it maintenance. No, I don't want to call, to call it maintenance. If, also, if this child grew up with the mother's children, mm. they have been feeding the child. So this, the father's child will be paying all that amount. Well, we, we don't call it an amount. We'll pay something now because we have been feeding your child. Then ah, we'll pay something. I get it. I get it. And, and I think... It right. So it's distinguishable from Intaul, and we'll come back to that. Uh, I no, want to take a break. Uh, uh, break, Doc. And when we come back, we, we're going to take your calls, Koli, I see your line, as well as Tabang. We're going to be taking your calls, but we're going to be going deeper into this Isonda thing because I think it addresses the concern or the question that I, I have been deferring. We're back after this. Know your rights. Know the law. The Law Report with Michael Matuening Bill. 17 minutes before 9 o'clock, we continue our chat. We're talking about customary law, but of course, we're taking a focus on the rights of children. And um, uh, uh, Doc, let's just exhaust this once and for all. So, so um, the, the, the girl falls pregnant, boy and boy's family pays in taulo. That's damages and that's damages for the, the girl and, and, and what you described as a breaking of a window and uh, yes. and 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 uh, Josephine described it as baromrobilento. Yes. 
So same thing, um, just just different references. Now, now let's. I want to find out, and and I get Isondo going to a child that's fourteen or fifteen years old and saying, "Oh, Isondo," because then it's retrospective. I don't want to talk about the one that he, the child is fifteen or the baby is fifteen. I want to talk about the scenario where the baby, after you've paid in Taolo, and the baby is still three months old, and you as the father's family want some rights in respect of this child. What? How do you go about that process? I've said it, Michael. Mm. The, the parents of the boy will talk to the parents of the girl. Yes. Then they will arrange. They will talk. They will sit down. Yes and arrange on how this man will be responsible to this baby. Right. Now, but yeah. what we don't allow, yes. because we are a respecting family, I cannot allow Michael to come in my homestead because he is Simon's father. And he comes here. He's not my son-in-law. Right. Who is he in my home? That is why the parents will talk. Right. And in that talking, does Michael get allowed into your homestead? Can we talk and say, in, let's talk and let's allow Michael in the homestead to come and see Mike Jr.? No, my, my Michael will, will never be allowed to come here because he's not my son-in-law. But that's exactly what, will, what I'm going towards. What, um, what yeah. will do, the, my Michael will talk to his girlfriend. The girlfriend will take the child out of my homestead. Uh, because, because, because we're Forever, dog. Even when... <laughs> Manela, Michael, uh, I'm preventing something. Uh, you come here, you come here, I accept you, I accept you, and Michael now sees another man. Uh, and when you come here, she is not here, and then you come with a gun and you shoot us all because you don't know where to see. You are disrespecting us now, uh, and yet we allowed you okay, okay, to come here okay. through the through the back door. Ndiakuva, the back door now. Ndiakuva. Now we let's assume case. let's assume I'm a good guy. And I want to no, do. No, no, hang no. on, hang on, hang on, dog. Dog, dog. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I fully agree with with. I with wanted Udoa. to ask, what is it that I can do except pay Lobola? <laughs> Just everything except that. Can I chip in? Can I chip in? Please do. Doc is right, and I've seen that unfolding also in the courts. Yeah. Um, what Doc is actually expatiating on is acquiring parental responsibilities and rights, but then that does not mean that you're now having access to their home. Um, what actually, you know, like, uh, pans out in courts is that such parents will then ultimately enter into what we call a parenting plan to outline how they're going to be exercising their rights towards the child, to outline how they're going to be seeing the child and sharing this child. Mm -hmm. So Udok Uraid, what he did by paying uh, in Taolo is just to, 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 to acquire the parental responsibility. But then as to the exercise, it's, it's a different case. Mm-hmm. That is why she's then saying, then pay Lobola if you want to come and so, so, play. So, so Mike, <laughs> the, the, then does it mean then that it does, these cultural rights only go so far. Mm-hmm. And to the extent those cultural rights fail to provide for the interests of the child, the interests of the child is it to throw the cultural rights away. Because if you are saying that we can go and develop a parental plan outside satisfying the requirements of the family of the, of the mother, mm-hmm. and we can still proceed and enforce it in law, 
it then suggests that uh, customary law, at least in respect of this, is subservient to Roman Dutch law. Well, it's not even Ro- Roman Dutch law. Yeah. It? Well, it's a constitution. Yes, because it I think was, that's yes, probably yeah. the. Yeah, mm. it, it, it's subservient to, to, to the Children's Act and the constitution. Right, right. So much so that it's irrelevant, actually. It is not irrelevant, eh? Like okay. I said, the, the issue of Intaolo is recognized in the. In no, the no, 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 no. But what Nilo is saying, Nilo is saying, when it. So it's. We have these rights, and, and, and you know, I'm, correct me if I'm, I'm misrepresenting you. We have these rights in terms of custom, the, the rights that, has, that, that, that the good doctor has so eloquently described. We know that now, and which you've elaborated on. But he now says, where, where everything is considered, but the interest of the child requires that, you know what, Mike is, is you know, he just is a delinquent culturally, but the, the child needs Mike. And, and therefore the best interest of the child require that the child and therefore Mike see, see each other in this fashion. What Nilo is suggesting is that in that case, the rights of the child would trump everything that we're talking about. Yeah, but it still boils down to the difference or the distinction that we need to draw between acquiring and exercising. Okay. What you're basically talking about now is the exercising of the parental responsibility. Because remember, you can have the rights, uh-huh. but then you can have them on paper uh-huh. that you have complied with all the requirements required by the law. But then are you going to be able to then exercise? Right. To, so we need to draw that, that particular distinction. No, okay. All right. All right. Let's, 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 we'll, we'll get back to it. Let's, let, I don't want to be selfish. Um, we had Tabang who's been holding for quite a while. Tabang, good evening. Good evening, guys. Uh, thanks for the informative uh, show as always. Thank you for your audience. Um, I need I, I need guidance. I've got a eight year old uh, daughter that uh, basically I'm a sole provider. Uh, her mom hasn't been working ever since, right? And uh, I'm married. Uh, obviously, customary law. Uh, we're gonna to somebody else. Yes, yeah, to somebody else. So now uh, we're going to get married officially, basically next year in Feb. Were you listening and to the show yeah, last week? You, you, you were you listening to the show to last week? We you saying you're going to get married officially? What was <laughs> what the other one? Wait, wait, wait! I'm saying by customary law, yes, we are married because I did the I paid the the lobola and whatnot. But what I'm trying to say is obviously to get the marriage certificate. So now my issue here is that um, her, her mother hasn't been working and I'm a sole provider, mm. right? And I want to take my child to a private uh, uh, school, right? Mm. But now I cannot because uh, basically on side, they, she, she, she's not being brought up well. You get me? We uh, sent letters for, for, for Inklaulo. Uh, they've rejected it. And all, all I want is the best for my child. But I cannot give all my best because basically they're putting a stop to it. What can I do? Uh, she's, she's never worked and she's never provided for the kids. I'm the basically sole provider for my kids. Mm. All right. Anybody um, want to help? Huh. The very same and, and, and I think, and I think, I think, I think let, let, let's crystallize the question really. You know, he's saying, I want to pay in Tlaol, right? Um, they're rejecting my advances. So I want to oh. be present. But I'm, I'm a sole provider, therefore he's been maintaining the child. But now um, he, wants, he wants more. Yeah. Right? Tabang, so you want more? You want, you want custody of the child? Is that what you're saying? 100%. I'd, I'd love custody. I, I'd, I'd, yes, over the weekend she can see her mom. S- yeah. But for the better development of my child, I, she... 
All right, so, so Bongani one's primary one. residence. Yeah. Yeah. It boils down to the issue of exercising of the parental responsibility and rights. Because yeah. remember now, especially based on what Doc said, mm. that uh, culturally this is where Bongani stands because U Bongani does not even feature, right? But in terms of the best interest standard, it will be best for both parents to actually parent the child. But then I, you know, I'd, I'd like to hear um, the dog's view around that to say when the family then blocks Bongani mm. from then, you know, like um, coming into that space and saying, I'm paying, I'm paying damages and then I want to also remove the child. What then happens? But then legally speaking, then we then consider then the high court as the upper guardian of the child. Mm. That it is going to, you know, unfold in the courts and that's going to be very, very hectic. Is this the point you're making, uh, yes, when, that, when you're saying, yes. well, you know, when it comes down to it, yes. what's the court going to look at? Yes, that's that's that's, that's the point mm. I was making, and and also to 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 say, I think it, it's it's an artificial distinction mm. to distinguish between access rights and exercising them because it's ineffective to have a right you can't exercise. Mm. Mm. So that and vice versa. Yes, and vice versa. So so that distinction does not, in truth and in fact, exist. Mm. So if 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 he is saying. One, I intend to fulfill the requirements as set out in the Children's Act for me to be able to exercise my rights even within the context of customary law and is denied. Then he has a, a, a recourse that says, this I'm laying out. I have been involved in the life of the child mm-hmm. almost exclusively, at least financially and materially. I intend to upgrade the, 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 the life of this child by access, having the child to access better education. I can see no better example of, of, a, of, of a case where the court would most than, more than likely grant him what he wants. Mm. Best interests. Yes, in the best interest of the mm. child. Yeah. It's going to be prevailed because remember, Section 28 of the Constitution says the best interests of the child are of paramount importance in any matter concerning the child. Such cases will then have to be referred then to the Office of the Family Advocate for an extensive investigation. So then what you're saying, so if you then take cultural rights which is also sort of a, a constitutionally protected, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the one that you said is paramount important. You, You're going to have to look at the best interest of the child. No, yes. What is best for to, the child? To your point. Yes. But in this case, he's satisfying both requirements. Mm. Yeah. The, cultural, mm. the cultural right, he's performing in terms yeah. of the cultural the, right. Yeah. So or, te- or wishes to. Yes. Yeah. So he can say, mm. in fact, by you refusing to accede to my request, you're in breach of a constitutional right, not of only the of the child. Mm. Jablani from Middleburg, good evening. Locha ni mwaba. Eh, ra locha. Niavuga imkachweni. Ah, siavuga imkachweni singevani. Ah, wastogo, wastogo, wastogo. Thank you so much, my man, my man, for this uh, interesting um, topic. Th- thank you so much for listening to us all the way from Middleburg. Yeah, man. I just want to make a, uh, one contribution, my man, my man, regarding in the bayenta ulo. Yes, sir. Um, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a subject to that. My mother is in Debele from Mas- she's a Maslela. My father is a uh, is a Tonga. He's a um, Tonga, and his name is Machebele. Now, here's the thing. When my father impregnated my mother, all right, um, um, they decided, okay, fine. Um, he needs to pay in Taula. Then he sent his parents to come pay uh, for Ilobolo, but. According to the Ndebele tribe, they said, no, um, because you've done already done the damage, you need to start off by paying the damage yeah. before you could go to the issue of Loboli. Mm-hmm. Then after that, um, they then decided, good, you know what, um, we're going to host 
stall the, 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 the issue of lowballing. Mm-hmm. Um, because they saw that between the, my mother and my father, things were not okay. And then official announcement, and my father left my mother, and I'm left um, on the Debele tribe, which is the Maslela side. Yes. All right? So now, what I want to bring um, 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 to, to, to your attention is that Intraulu doesn't necessarily give the father the rights towards the child. If the father needs rights to, uh, towards the child, he will pay damage um, as a form of saying, you know what, I, 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 I acknowledge that um, mm-hmm. and then after, when the father now needs rights towards the child, the father must come now and get to the negotiations of Ilobolo towards yeah. the child. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think what you're saying is mm-hmm. quite, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. spot on. Um, it fits in squarely with what uh, Dr. Mdende was saying. Tabo from Togoza, good evening. Uh, good evening, everybody. Evening, sir. Uh, I've got four questions to ask. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was living with this lady uh, for a couple of years, so we started uh, uh, I'm afraid we have three yeah. minutes left in the show, so if you could just yeah, hit so us I'll, as, as briefly. I'll, I'll try, I'll try. And then, okay, I want to ask, when she was living in Valde, she, she moved uh, to, with her boyfriend to another area. Now I want to know, uh, because she's claiming now, now she's paying rent there. She moves from her home and she's paying, she moved with her boyfriend there with my child. Is she allowed to be paying uh, the, the, the rent with the uh, maintenance money? That is one question. Secondly, uh, we'll be going to court. She wants more money now. Does uh, my overtime at work determine the amount of money? Uh, gonna be getting because that is my overtime it's not my real pay <laughs> that is my second question if i take my child it's december time now uh for the whole month do i have to pay for maintenance and then the last one uh who does who determines who should stay with the with the child okay the child the boy is four right now uh, the boy is not eight when he's with me he's very happy he doesn't want to go home every time when i Take him, take him to the mother, he's crying. Mm. So that's, that's, those are four questions. All right. We're not gonna, we may not be able to get to um, all four of your questions, but, but um, uh, uh, perhaps, um, uh, Dr. Mdende, where you can, um, your, your, your closing remarks and where you can uh, uh, help, help Tabo, but I'm more interested in, in, in your closing remarks as, as we left the two. My, my, my closing, I, I was interested in that too. Uh, I was worried about them. Closing remarks, you, we encourage uh, stability in marriages. You know, when, when one, one, one was saying, I, I go there we, and I support the child, uh, must be allowed. Now, you, your wife, now, who, which woman can allow his man, if he has got two children from different uh, mistresses, he brings groceries there, he brings groceries there, and he comes back to his wife. No, 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 this is making uh, 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 men to play with women. So, and that marriage will not be stable. So we must make sure that when we make these laws, marriages should be stable. And again, I'm worried when the parents do not uh, uh, take the inshaulo. That says something. Maybe there's something they are hiding. You must dig. You must dig. Why are they are not are not accepting in Kaulo? That means there's something they are hiding. They don't want their hands to be dirty. And with with, with this one, uh, the, 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 the sole provider, 
I wonder, are you providing your child? You must be, you must be careful too. Uh, okay, I, I, stability yeah. within is that's all I wanted to say. I think thank you so much, Doc, and uh, I, I have really enjoyed talking to you. Um, uh, this evening. Your closing remarks, sir. Um, especially to, to my brother there, maintenance is an obligation for, you know, one to provide um, the, 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 the necessities, you know, for the person that is actually, um, you know, they are, they, are, they are beneficiary or they are dependent. Yeah. So in this case, what happens is that the both parents must contribute equally, but now the mother is not working. Such will then have to then unfold also in court where the maintenance officer must then sit them down and then assess the needs of the child versus the income of the parents. My closest remarks is that we need to encourage positive parenting because remember we um, parents are responsible for this child from infancy up until adulthood mm. so um we we need to actually find you know like a, a blend of some sort mm. as to where are we going to you know like make um the cultural practices plus the law to meet in order to promote the best interest of the child Mlilo? yeah i i think i couldn't emphasize more that uh, i think it's important that well i don't have a child but uh, it's important that uh, 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 both parents be available for the up upbringing of the children i think that's extremely important and that issue about overtime yes overtime <laughs> is part of your income so <laughs> so december is coming but you must share yeah i keep it december boss but it's december for everybody including the child yes. <laughs> so so Tabo, that, that that's your answer there um uh so you you asked a series of questions when you're paying maintenance your child lives in the same house where they're paying rent so you, you're part of your rent pays a part of your maintenance pays the rent um um so so it's quite okay for your child to, to contribute towards rent um and then uh yeah yeah i think lila you've dealt i was trying to race through all four questions but i think you've covered you, 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 you've chosen the funniest stuff. yeah no, if, if both parents have, have, have resources, it's usually one third yeah. of the rental amount. Yes, if both parents have resources. But, but I think, the, 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 you know, so, so sometimes when you insist on that, it means you, your child might live in a place that you might not want. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes you, you, you know, you, you, you got to contribute far more um, than you would want to. But it's for your child whether somebody else benefits from it. Let me thank all my guests. It's been, it's been a, a truly wonderful show um, where, where we've traversed issues which I think, you know, um, are born out of this certainly is, is, is a discussion around adoption. I mean, we've touched on everything. We haven't quite talked about adopting the African child. Yeah. And, and, and perhaps um, uh, with your permission, uh, Josephine uh, Peter, if we can have you back, it'd be, it'd be really, really... She's extremely knowledgeable. She's extremely yeah. knowledgeable. I mean, she's, she's on fire. We, I really enjoyed you. I'll definitely come back. Uh, well, we'll definitely invite you. We'll definitely invite you. And if, 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 if we need to, then we'll stalk you so we can accelerate. Yeah. <laughs> we can no <laughs> I'll avail myself. All right. Let's thank talk. you. And as always. 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 And most importantly to you, the Afropolitan, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, um, you've asked for the show you've asked that we repeat the show we did repeat it but we've, of course we've given you a spin a spin that you 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 certainly uh, certainly needed uh, talking about for me michael returning bill it's been a good evening good night the rewind podcast